Hi all, this video is going to be a crossover between my two projects, The Exploding Head on Politics and Investigative Selfism on Mental Health, because by default it is a crossover, what I wanted to share with you today, and that is the importance of keeping that self-compassion when things are tough, and as we're seeing something that could be called as imperfections, let's say, by others. And let me explain what I mean. Because actually, it took me some weeks. It took me some weeks to give the language to what I was experiencing, what I was seeing. And I think that is actually the language, but still maybe not very clear. So, you know, as a political commentator who focuses on Palestine, and as a human, you know, the, the past month actually uh, has been tough, as it has been for many people, for many people. I don't know, I've recorded many videos on Palestine and my previous one for investigative selfism was on how to keep at least some kind of a base of mental health, uh, self-care practices when things are really tough. But this is something different. And let me tell you uh, a personal example. So months ago, I had bought tickets, two concerts to go to with my family, actually, that I'm visiting now. And, uh, and they were this week. And I was like, is this like, kind of like embarrassing? Like, should I, like, I mean, I want to go, like, I, I think I'll go, but, like, maybe I shouldn't tell anyone that I went to some concerts. And and then I saw a friend yesterday posting saying, oh, I feel kind of ashamed that I'm going to take a break from social media. I want to, you know, spend some time with my family. And I'm like, hell yeah, do that. Like, of course. And I thought, oh, actually, I should, I guess, apply that to myself as well. Because, yeah, obviously disconnecting for some hours, moving my body a little bit, we know that that's, you know, always good for us if movement is available for me it, it had a very nice effect it really gave me more energy sort of to keep on going and uh you know to do to do what i do really so i thought probably like there is there is a, <laughs> a likelihood um that more people are feeling this and what i want to say is that we are as people both very simple and infinitely complex right and if we are a part of a certain struggle we don't have to be suddenly perfect people to be a part of that struggle and to do work that is meaningful. And I have to say, I had a conversation recently where a certain person expressed these, to me, interesting views of how uh, what I do, let's say in some areas, that that should come with a certain, there's just like an image formed of me that, you know, oh, if you do this, then you don't do that. Or if you do this, then you surely you do that. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, I am way more complex than you're imagining me as obviously every person is way more complex than we can think of them, right? And uh, being a part of a certain struggle, I think it doesn't, it doesn't require us to be perfect people, you know? And obviously that perfection is like imagined in the first place, but there are some things that we might not be proud of, right? So we, we see ourselves like, mm, maybe it's not even what the society says is how I see myself. And I'll give you another example. In the past month, I had um, a couple of evenings where I, to fall asleep, I had to drink more than half a bottle of wine. I'm like, it's not happening otherwise. And, uh, am I, you know, do I know the alcohol is like bad for me and horrible for my sleep? Yes, I do. And man, if that was my only way to soothe myself in general, like in my life, like that would be horrible. Like I would be in big trouble, like, but it's not. But that's what was sort of needed, I claim, you know, <laughs> in that moment. So, you know, I have to understand that also that perfection, my self-care and mental health practices and my health, it's like, it's not great, right? Like that is like, I understand that. 
but also I will not allow anyone to then, you know, the societal pressure or pressure from anyone, like that's not going to like discredit the work that I do, like the person who I am sort of in general, and that those imperfections and some unhealthy practices sometimes, yes, like I'm not advocating them, of course, you know, I'm not saying engagement practices and habits that would have, you know, that would like destroy your health or you know your family long term, like my goodness, like that's not what I'm advocating, but I'm saying that those imperfections and 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 habits uh, not habits practices that are not good for us sometimes maybe or something might we think that mm, i don't know if i'm like if i should be doing this that like they are allowed in a way and they do fall under that complexity and just because we might be fighting for a certain cause it doesn't mean that we like that's the only thing we're doing right and we really uh, we really need to disconnect once in a while. I think it's not a luxury, even though it feels like a luxury, and it is a luxury for people who cannot disconnect. So there is a lot, a lot, a lot of privilege there. I'm not just, oh, you know, just disconnect, just rest. Many people cannot. Many people cannot. And it's difficult for, for many of us to completely disengage. It's very difficult. I'm not saying it's 100% possible. But if we can't spend time even with our families, right, to even like, a simple thing but I found myself for weeks I just like I just didn't listen to any music at all it's like just put a song maybe just see you know put a song you like like see what it does to your body because in the end if we want to continue going and doing the work that's meaningful it's gonna be you know it's gonna be long term it's gonna be long term and we have to take care of ourselves I'm not saying Please don't think I'm telling you to like just drink, you know, have a lot of wine every evening to fall asleep. Like, no, obviously. But once again, complexity is allowed. Different elements of our lives, they are allowed. Uh, trying to disconnect for some hours, that is allowed. And we really don't need to be shaming ourselves when it's already difficult. To critically assess some habits, maybe, and, you know, what we're doing, what we could be doing, you know, are we using the tools that, you know, just psychology and neuroscience, you know, are giving us, I think that's, that's an important assessment to have once in a while, right, but we know that shaming is just not the way to go, and if we see that we're falling into something that is a bit destructive, of, of course, then we have to take action as well. But so that's what I wanted to share with you today. I thought it was very needed. Uh, this, what I'm sharing now, it's, I don't think it's like the only uh, opinion, uh, the only view on if you're in something difficult, difficult times, uh, political struggle. Uh, I bet many people have different opinions. And I just want to say that I know that this is just my opinion. And man, if there are like healthier approaches and uh, something that works better for you, please go with them, you know. Uh, but I thought this was also needed, you know, to say that um, there's a lot to navigate. There are layers and levels of complexity to whatever we're going through. But shame is really never the answer. Shame is just never the answer. We start with self-compassion and hopefully that self-compassion also leads to healthier practices. Yes, but we don't start with shame. So I hope you don't. And uh, I hope you, you try at least to take care of yourselves because I know it's very difficult but once again, if we need to continue, we need to take care of ourselves. 
burnout is not is not the answer. I know it's been the reality for so many. I understand that. Um, but many reminders are needed, and that is uh, in, in this in this situation, and uh, this is one of them. So thank you so much for watching. Thank you for being part of this community, and I'll see you soon.